Jesus' name. Uh, we're going to go directly to the word of the Lord this time. And uh, I want to speak to you tonight on the subject of deliverance. Everybody say deliverance. 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 I'm going to begin uh, reading from, if you will, turn to the book of Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61. Sometimes we get into the habit of living with, with bondage or living with dysfunction and begin to think that that somehow is the, the norm, the normality of life. When in fact, bondage is not supposed to be the way life is lived at all. Uh, we are to be a people of freedom and a people of liberty, and I mean true liberty, true freedom, uh, not, not some kind of a false freedom or some kind of a false liberty, but, but true freedom. And the scripture says, he who the Son makes free is free indeed. Hallelujah. So we seek for the freedom and the liberty that can only come from the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to look at the book of Isaiah, the 61st chapter. And we're going to begin reading at the first verse. It says this, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may, might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Now, this is a scripture that is actually speaking of the day that Jesus would enter the world to do the work of the Lord. And so we're going to compare this passage to the gospel according to Luke, the fourth chapter. And I want to read to you. From Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 17. Luke 4 and 17, there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me. Everybody say, he has anointed me. He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I want to just point out that in these Passages of scripture, one from the prophet Isaiah and the other from the prophet Isaiah, though recorded by the gospel writer, Luke, the physician. These passages that Isaiah declared are indicators to us what really holds people in bondage. You see what, what really does bind people and cause them to to be in a place of captivity. He said, I've come to bind up the brokenhearted. I've come to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, to give them the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We see what holds people in bondage. Mourning can sometimes hold people in bondage. There can be a, a mournful mindset 
that comes upon an individual. And the prophet Isaiah said that the Messiah is coming and he will explain to you that the Spirit of the Lord is upon him. For the express purpose of binding up those whose hearts are broken. For the express purpose of comforting those who mourn. For the express purpose of proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord. And to give those who have a spirit of heaviness, to give them the garment of praise and to take from them the spirit of heaviness. Now this is the ministry of Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that he is in this place tonight. And he is in this covenant with you to bring this about in your life. The people of God should not walk around overwhelmed by a spirit of heaviness or by a mournful spirit. It is okay to have a season of mourning. The Bible says that there is a time for mourning. The Bible says that weeping may endure for a night. But there is a reality associated with living for the Lord and serving the Lord. And that is that God gives us joy. So weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. And I want you to know, I, 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 every time that uh, I, I feel a great, I feel a great uh, in, 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 I feel it incumbent upon me and upon us as, a, as the body of Christ. I feel it incumbent upon us to comfort all that mourn. When, when a person or a family is in a, in a period of grief, it is incumbent upon the body of Christ to minister to them and to reach out to them because they're in a vulnerable place. And the enemy loves to find people in a vulnerable position. And he likes to beat them up. And then beat them down. He's beating them every which way. Beating them up, beating them down. Trying to somehow discourage their spirit. And people can mourn for different reasons. They can mourn because of a lost loved one. Which is, which is really probably the most typical way that we refer to the matter of mourning. But they can also mourn because of a lost relationship. They can mourn because of a deep wound that has been inflicted on them from somebody maybe that they love and didn't expect the wound to come from. They can mourn because of offense. They can mourn because of an accumulation of things that have transpired in their lives, leaving them with a feeling of being a victim, leaving them with a feeling of, 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 of having no support, no friend, and they, they end up succumbing to a mournful experience and a mournful mentality and Jesus has come to comfort all that mourn and bring deliverance to them. God wants to lift the mournful mindset off of you. He wants to lift the spirit of heaviness off of you. And, and, and the spirit of heaviness is a, it is a very deceitful thing. It, it can enter your life and it can attach itself to you and there may be no particular reason why you should feel sad or bad or down but a spirit of heaviness will linger and begin to weigh on you and drag you down with it but the Lord said I've come to take the spirit of heaviness off of you and the way that he takes the spirit of heaviness off of you is by giving you the garment of praise oh hallelujah See, you, there, there are a lot of people who want to be without the spirit of heaviness. I, I, I don't like what I feel. I don't like the way I'm feeling. And so they, they want to be delivered from the spirit of heaviness. But you must understand that the way you are delivered from the spirit of heaviness is through the garment of praise. You've got to have a wardrobe change. You, you, you can't... You can't you can't necessarily put a garment of praise on top of a spirit of heaviness. You have to say, Lord, I'm going to, I'll swap with you. I'll give you this heaviness that I have. And you let me have the garment of praise. And when you begin to praise the Lord, that heaviness lifts. 
When you begin to magnify his name, that heaviness lifts up off of you. And then you turn into a situation where maybe you can't point to anything that you can discern that should make you happy necessarily. But all of a sudden, you feel light as a feather. No longer are you under the influence of the spirit of heaviness, but you feel like something good is about to happen because you have begun to praise God and magnify his name. Oh, I know that sounds simple, but that's where the power is. There is power in your praise. And if you have a mournful mentality, praise the Lord. If you have a spirit of heaviness, praise the Lord. That's a wardrobe change. You need to take off the old robe and put on the new. I'll tell you the best thing I ever did do, I took off the old robe and put on the new. Hallelujah. And there is a deliverance in this. God intends for you to be delivered. God intends for you to walk in liberty. The Apostle Paul told the church at Galatia to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made you free. And be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. Too many children of God are being entangled again in the yoke of bondage. But you must stand fast in the liberty. Hallelujah. In the liberty wherewith Christ hath made you free. Oh, hallelujah. I love that. Wherewith Christ hath made you free. Wherewith Christ hath made you free. See, the liberty you need comes from the wherewithal of Christ to make you free. Glory to God. I'm going to say it again. The liberty you need comes from the wherewithal of Christ to make you free. Galatians 5 and 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The wherewithal of Christ to make you free is readily understood in the word of the Lord and in faith in Jesus Christ. He has the wherewithal. Is his, does his blood have the power? Does his name have the power? Hallelujah. Does his word have the power? Does his spirit have the power? Stand fast in that liberty. Be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. What, what do you mean by that? Don't go back to thinking the way you used to thought. God has lifted those thoughts out of you. Don't go back to hanging around the people you used to hang around with. God has delivered you from those people you used to hang around. Don't listen to the same music you used to listen to. God has delivered your mind from that ungodly music that derived its lyrics from a devil's hell for the express purpose of bringing you down with a spirit of heaviness oh you can still sing but we sing with the garment of praise and not the spirit of heaviness oh you can still make melody but make melody in your heart to the lord i'm telling you the, listen the the music of this world is is constantly concentrating your mind on on who hurt who who broke whose heart who is responsible for me feeling how, about myself as badly as I feel? Everybody's turning to alcohol so they can have some kind of a, of a buzz or a thrill or a high. Everybody's turning to some weed or chemical that they can put into their body, inhale it or inject it. And they're trying to find some way to feel what only Jesus can actually give you. Don't go back to that bondage. God has delivered you from that bondage. And when you listen to it, and when you sing it, and when you hum it, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me just tell you how you can tell the spirituality of a song. You can tell the spiritual activity of a song with how it stays with you. You know what I'm talking about. Come on, saints, that God who, you, 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 you don't even listen to that junk anymore, but you're sitting in a restaurant and they got it playing. And two hours later, you're walking through the house humming something you haven't sung for 20 years, and you're thinking, when did I even hear that? 
can tell the spiritual activity in a song by how it intertwines itself with the internal part of you. That's the way it is, though, with the Lord as well. You can tell the spiritual activity that goes on and what the Lord is doing by the fact that when you fill your mind with the songs of praise, this is why the Apostle Paul said, speak to yourselves in psalms. You know what that means? Psalms. Now, I know that doesn't just mean songs. That means psalms. The prophetic songs of the Old Testament. Speak to yourselves in the book of psalms. Some, some folks don't know enough psalms to speak to themselves in psalms. So learn the word of God, get those psalms in your heart, and speak psalms to yourself. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid some trust in chariots and some in horses but we will remember the name of the Lord our God they are brought down and fallen but we are risen and stand upright my Lord have mercy my Lord don't turn to country music don't turn to R&B don't turn to hip hop don't turn to old school jazz turn to psalms and hymns and spiritual songs making melody in your heart to the Lord telling you God wants to deliver you through the blood of Jesus through the word of God through the name of our Lord but we become entangled again with the yoke of bondage when we go back and start playing with those old chains and those old handcuffs and we start we start you know how kids play at the handcuffs and then accidentally lose the key uh-oh, well, a lot of folks have done that. God delivered you from it. You go back and, and, and dabble in the thing God brought you out of. And then you wonder what in the world happened. God wants to deliver you. There is deliverance for you in the Lord. Hallelujah. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. I love getting into the word of the Lord. I love just reading the word of the Lord. I love just declaring the word of the Lord in this place because I know that every time the word of God goes forth, it deals another blow to the enemy's plan for your life. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And verse number 11, we're going to talk about how does the Lord deliver us. It is the wherewithal of Christ to make us free. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul talks to the church at Corinth about the children of Israel that were, that were baptized into the cloud, into the sea, and they ate the same spiritual meat, did drink of the same spiritual drink. But they drank of that spiritual rock, and that rock followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples, to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Don't be idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Don't commit fornication, as some of them committed and fell in one day, three and twenty thousand. Listen, there are judgments associated with sin the sin has inside of it the judgment of God upon that sin and when you go tampering with it tinkering with it and you open that sin up in your life you are inviting the penalty and punishment for that sin into your life why would you invite it into your life when Jesus paid it all at the cross don't welcome sin into your home or into your life or into your mind. Nail it to the cross of Jesus Christ. And I know that as I speak, I'm coming against popular culture and against the modern contextualizing of things. But, but, but we do that gladly in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Oh, hallelujah. I do come against everything that would seek to bind the people of God. Every sinful habit be broken over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Every, every unclean way of thinking, every unclean way of feeling, all of it in Jesus' name be broken, be shattered by the blood of Jesus Christ. There is deliverance for you. Hallelujah. You do not have to stay in that yoke of bondage. There is deliverance for you. The Apostle Paul said, let's not tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur, as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. He said, these all happened unto them for examples, examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. I'm going to read that again to you, and I want you to hear that. This is something you need to commit to your memory. Let him that think he stands take heed lest he fall. There is a possibility, even within the church, for somebody to think they've got it all figured out. And they need not think that. They need to take heed unto the gospel of Jesus Christ on a daily basis, lest thinking they stand, they fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. So there is, there is no temptation that will ever come against you that somebody else hasn't already faced. Namely, Jesus Christ. Jesus has faced every temptation that you have ever faced or will ever face. He has dealt with that on your behalf. And he overcame it. And he gives us the power. Oh, hallelujah. Yo, if I didn't have to teach, I'd take off shouting right now. My Lord, have mercy. He has, he has already overcome the temptation that you are afraid you can't overcome. He already overcame it. And he has the power for you to overcome it. Every trial of life that you're afraid could come against you, he's already faced that trial of life on your behalf. And has given you power over it. No temptation taken you but such as is common to man. And I love the next line. But God is faithful. Oh, I want to say that again. But God is faithful. But God is faithful. If you don't hear one more thing I say tonight, or if you haven't heard anything I've said yet, you hear this. God is faithful. In fact, I want to say it just like the Bible says. But God is faithful. It's important you put that conjunction in there. Because we can come up with a whole host of different scenarios and different possibilities and varying situations that could challenge our trust in the Lord. But to all of it we say, but God is faithful. To every disease we say, but God is faithful. To the spirit of heaviness we say, but God is faithful. To a mournful mindset we say, but God is faithful. Oh, hallelujah. He is faithful to bind up the brokenhearted. He is faithful to give the garment of praise to the, over the spirit of heaviness. He is faithful to comfort all that mourn. He is faithful to recover sight to the blind. He is faithful, hallelujah, to set at liberty them that are bruised. He is faithful to open up the prison door. He is faithful to bring liberty to the captive. Hallelujah. But God is faithful. Oh, hallelujah. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptations also make a way, oh, hallelujah, to escape. Ah, Lord, have mercy. I'm telling you, I've seen some Holy Ghost Houdinis. I said, I've seen some Holy Ghost Houdinis who were, who were handcuffed in a barrel in the bottom of the ocean with no hope of ever coming out alive. And everybody who saw them thought that they would never see the light of day. But God is faithful and with every temptation will make a way of escape.
going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to shake off those heavy bands. It's time to clap our hands unto the Lord. It's time to come up and out of that bondage and be delivered by the power of the Lord. Hallelujah. Do not be entangled in depression. Do not be entangled in self-pity. Do not be entangled in victimhood. Do not be entangled by wounds from the past. Do not be entangled in bitterness. Do not be entangled in resentment. Do not be entangled in doubt. But God is faithful and he will make a way of escape for you. Glory to God. Glory to God. We're getting ready to build a building out here. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise for it. We're going to build... A building for the glory of God. And before we can actually inhabit that building and utilize that building, we're going to have to get certifications. We're going to have to have safety inspections. They're going to come in and say you have to have certain escape routes in case of a fire or an emergency. And they're going to make sure that with everything we build, there is proximity to a way of escape. Can I tell you that God will not allow you to enter into a tribulation or a trial or a temptation or a problem or a challenge or an obstacle or a sickness unless it is within proximity to a way of escape. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. It's there. You just need to look for it. It's there. Hallelujah. And if you and if you pay attention to the manual, you'll find it's clearly lit. There is a clearly lit pathway to the way of escape. Hallelujah. Jesus said, "I am the way." I said, "Jesus said, I am the way." My Jesus said, "I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life." No man comes under the Father but by me. Jesus said, I am the door. The way of escape is Jesus. The escape slide is Jesus. The escape route is Jesus. And whosoever will, let him come. Oh my God, have mercy. Come out from among them and come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come out of alcoholism and come to Jesus. Hallelujah. Come out of drug addiction and come to Jesus. Come out of pornography and come to Jesus. Come out of homosexuality and come to Jesus. Come out of depression and come to Jesus. Come out of hatred and come to Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come out of arrogance and ignorance and lying and deceitfulness and come to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 
Isaiah chapter 10, verse 24. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, O my people that dwellest in Zion, be not afraid of the Assyrian. He shall smite thee with a rod and shall lift up his staff against thee after the manner of Egypt for yet a very little while. And the indignation shall cease and mine anger in their destruction. And the Lord of hosts shall stir up a scourge for him according to the slaughter of Midian. God is describing what he will do to your adversaries, what he will do to the enemy of your soul he said yet a little while yet a little while and the indignation is going to cease yet a little while and destruction is going to come upon the adversary of your soul I'm saying to somebody in the Holy Ghost right now hold on because yet a little while and God is going to bring liberty and freedom hallelujah As his rod was upon the sea, so shall he lift it up after the manner of Egypt. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. And his yoke shall be taken away from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. You've been walking around with a yoke of bondage over your neck. You've been walking around with a yoke of heaviness about your neck. And the word of the Lord has risen in this house on this night. Hallelujah. To let you know that the anointing of the Lord shall destroy the yoke. The anointing. See, you're trying to figure out how you're going to do it. You're trying to figure out how you're ever going to break free. But the Bible tells us the anointing is going to do it. The anointing of the Lord is going to break the yoke. The anointing of the Lord is going to lift the bondage from off your neck. Hallelujah. 1 John chapter 2. Hallelujah. 1 John chapter 2. And we're going to read from verse 27. But the anointing which you have received of him. Of who? Of him. Of who? Of him. Oh, I feel like I need to preach it. You see, Psalm 45 and verse 7 says that thou hast loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore the Lord hath anointed you with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. The anointing of the Lord is upon Jesus. That's why he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Uh, And there were plenty of anointings in the Old Testament to show us how it worked. The anointing of God would come upon the priest. And all of a sudden the priest was empowered to handle the most holy things. The anointing of God would come upon the psalmist David. And all of a sudden David had an absolutely remarkable precision with a smooth stone. Hallelujah. The anointing of the Lord would come upon Samson. And he had the strength of of multiplied men because of the anointing of the Lord. The anointing of the Lord would be upon Daniel and the lion couldn't touch him the anointing of the Lord would be upon the three Hebrew children and the fire couldn't touch him the anointing of the Lord would be upon Moses and the Red Sea would part and bread would come from heaven and water would come out of a rock hallelujah all of that was pointing to the anointing of Jesus So John steps into the picture and says the anointing which you have received of Jesus abides in you. So much so that you need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things. Uh, And is truth and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, you shall abide in him. (laughs) 
The anointing of the Lord comes upon you, hallelujah, because you abide in him. And when you abide in him, you can't help but be anointed. Hallelujah. You're anointed whether you like it or not. The oil of gladness is all over you. Hallelujah. Listen, the Bible says, touch not mine anointed. Touch not mine anointed. And do my prophets no harm. I like to say that to my, my girls if they, if they are picking on me or something. And, 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 and you know, if they, try to, if they try to tease me or something, and all of a sudden something happens and they, they hurt their finger or, or they trip on a step, I say, oh, see, touch not mine anointed. That's the problem right there. You get to, you get to messing with the anointing. And, and, I, and I like to tease them about it. But the fact of the matter is, I'm not the only one anointed in this house. If you've got the Holy Ghost, you're anointed. If you're washed in the blood of the Lamb, you're anointed. Hallelujah. If you're full to overflowing, you're anointed. So I've got a message for your adversaries that have lined up against you. The accuser of the brethren that has lined up against you. Touch not the anointed of God and do his prophets no harm. My God. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed and I'm not afraid. I said I'm anointed and I'm not afraid. Come on, saint of God. You got to think differently. You're anointed of the Holy Ghost and you're not afraid. You're not afraid of the adversary. You're not afraid of the enemy. You are persuaded that nothing shall separate you from the love of Christ. Come on, I need some persuaded Pentecostals in this house. I said, I need some persuaded Pentecostals that no, death can't do it, and life can't do it, and principalities can't do it, and powers can't do it, and things present, and things to come. I don't know why he did it. You'll have to take that up with him. But he poured his oil of gladness on me because I'm in Jesus. He poured his oil of gladness on you because you're in Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let me tell you something beautiful about serving the Lord. All things. You know, how, you know how that verse starts? This is how that verse starts. And we know. Look at your neighbor and say, we know. Come on, I don't know what the devil's been telling you all this week, but, but we know. We know better, don't we? I said, we know better, don't we? I know he's been lying to you, telling you what he's going to do to your mind and what he's going to do to your marriage and what he's going to do to your family and what he's going to do to your reputation. But oh, but we know, we know, we know some things that the devil doesn't know. We know that all things are working together for the good to them that love God. God. I'm glad he didn't just say I know but he said we know because I'm in a congregation of the righteous we know we know If it has entered your life, it's got to work together. No, it's not a rogue agent. It's not a rogue agent. It's not a maverick loose in my world. No, it's got to work together with the blood of Jesus, with the name of Jesus, with the Holy Ghost, with the word of our God. For my good. For my good. For my good. For your good. Somebody lift your hands and praise him right now.
Come on, I want somebody right now who needs deliverance. I want you to come to the front right now and let the power of the Holy Ghost get on you. Come on, that's it. That's it. Whatever it is, whatever the need, come on. That's it. We're not leaving this place without touching God, without feeling God, without having the anointing of the Lord to destroy the yoke. Come on, that's it. I declare deliverance. I proclaim liberty. I proclaim liberty. I proclaim the opening of the eyes of the blind. I proclaim the opening of the prison door in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, that's it. Something's happening. Something's happening. Something's happening. Come on, that's it. Proclaim your liberty. Proclaim your deliverance. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Yes, I will not be bound one more day. I am free. I am free from this nicotine addiction. I am free. Hallelujah. I am free from the spirit of infirmity. I am free. I am free because Jesus Christ has made me free. That's it. Trample those feelings of insecurity right now. Walk on them. Walk on them. Walk on them. Walk on them. Walk on them in the name of Jesus. Walk on them in the name of Jesus. All of that condemnation, all of that false guilt and shame, walk on it in Jesus' name. Walk on it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I speak freedom. I speak freedom in your life. Yes, I declare liberty right now. In the name of Jesus, liberty in your mind. Liberty in your heart. Yes, hallelujah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Rejoice in the liberty. Rejoice in the liberty in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Praise him. Praise him right now for freedom. Praise him right now for freedom. Come on, that's it in the name of Jesus. Come on, I need some folks to help me pray right now. Come on, I need some folks to help me lay hands on folks. There's a Holy Ghost power flowing through this house. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. There's a Holy Ghost healing power that's flowing through this house. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. I'm going to tell you, God's breaking chains off of people that aren't even here tonight. I said God's breaking chains off of people that aren't even here tonight. Woo! Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo, yes, yes, yes. Total freedom, total freedom, total freedom. Hallelujah, deliverance in the name of Jesus. Deliverance in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every lie of the devil is silenced in the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. Every lie of the devil is silenced in the name of Jesus. Oh, that's it. Let the power of God come upon you right now. Let the power of God come upon you right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want everybody with a testimony to begin to praise the Lord right now. Go ahead and begin to praise God right now. For the Lord is great, for the Lord is great, and greatly to be praised, greatly, 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 greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it, that's it. There's a thorough deliverance happening right now. There is a thorough liberty of God coming upon his people right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let God reach down deep. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. He Yes, 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 yes. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, have your way. Holy Ghost, have your way. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Hataya la boroko shatahaya. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Hanabara Koshandala Mahaya. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Let it get down deep on the inside of you. Let it get down deep on the inside of you. Yes, yes. Let the Lord have his way. Let the Lord have his way. Let the Lord have his way. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Jesus. 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 Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. He's the lifter of your head. He is the lifter of your head. He is the lifter of your head. Hallelujah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. Hallelujah, the Lord, mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Why don't you just reach up and, and just 
place your hand on the shoulder of somebody nearby. Hallelujah. And begin to rejoice with them right now. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, Hatayalabosha, flow through this house. Holy Ghost, flow through this house. Oh, yes, there is liberty. There is liberty in this house. There is liberty for you and your family. There is liberty for your mind. There is liberty for your body. There is liberty for you. Come on, that's it, Paul and Silas. Praise him in your prison. Praise him in your prison. Praise him till the walls come down, Joshua. Praise him. Praise him. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. Every fear be driven back right now in the name of Jesus. Cast out, hallelujah. Every fear cast out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every fear is cast out by the perfect love of God. Every, every fear cast out. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. Come on, let the free praise him. Let the free praise him. Come on, that's it. Let the free praise him. I am free. Hallelujah. I am free because his blood has made me free. It's not my own goodness or my own power. It's the blood of Jesus. It's the anointing of the Lord that destroyed this yoke off of my shoulder. It's the anointing of God that has lifted this off of me. Yes, Lord. Oh, Shebo, Koyama, Sandara, Mahaya, Lord. 